two, three, come on. We got DJ Cool and Duck get come fresh. Rock to the beat, cause we are the best. We got Dusty Fresh and Biz Marquee. Hey. Rock to the beat in the place to be. We got Biz Marquee so and what? DJ 20. So yeah. hit me with the horns and make that money. Hello, welcome back to Garden State of Mind. This is Times Yours, number five, our Garden State of Mind Eagles podcast. It is Cowgirls Week, Jeff. I am your host, John. With me, I have Jeff. Jeff, how are you tonight? Fuck the cow turds. Cow turds, cowgirls. Uh, God, is there anything else? This is the only two, yeah. right? Oh, there's so many. Dow ass. <laughs> Yeah, Dallas Cowgirls. Johnny, did you know that if you want to watch Dallas Super Bowl highlights, you have to bust out your VCR? I'll probably add in a real base-base snare on that one. Rim shot. My, my vacuum cleaner wasn't working, so I put a Dallas sticker on it. Now it sucks again. <laughs> Sorry, but that one really took really my funny bone. It really tickles my funny bone every time, I gotta say. <laughs> so so Cowboys Week now actually does have a little bit of something to it. We were talking last year about how we didn't really care. You know, this was before the, the Cowboys went somewhat far in the playoffs when they go two games in. You know, they were so irrelevant for so many years that we were saying, who cares about Cowboys Week? They they didn't mean anything. The Eagles were outplaying them for years and years. Now I would say that it's got a little something to it, right? I mean, barely. I actually, I, I think I saw like a, a headline of, you know, if you're of a certain age, does does the Dallas Week even matter? Which I which I like even better. That you know, if you're 20, you're 25. You know, you have no cares about the Dallas Cowboys. You don't. You don't get it. Why people of our age would hate them? Well, except for the. I mean, some kids are growing up in households where they're taught to just hate the Cowboys. I think that still goes on. I mean, all over Philly. Has uh, did you is, raise Hayden that way? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. No, he doesn't. No. Nah. We, he didn't get into football, really, in the, until like the past, I don't know, four or five years. As soon as he started doing uh, fantasy. Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. How did he get into fantasy without caring about football? I, all his friends were doing it, so. Uh, peer pressure. Peer pressure. I That's how I did it. Came in and kicked your ass in your little league. Uh, that's probably true, but I I've, I have won two seasons. I, I who cares? I'm deleting that. That's fucking lame. So, um, Bortles traded to uh, Bortles traded to L.A. Well, Bortles is in in L.A. and now Ramsey was traded. You know, Facebook fans are fucking idiots. I should say Eagles fans on Facebook are fucking idiots, and it's probably right. the same for for most teams. I, you know, I can't stay away from all these comments. Or, or It's just a million posts. It's post after post after post. And they're usually around... They For the last week and a half, two weeks, they were about Ramsey. And, you know, Eagles got to get Ramsey. Eagles got to get Ramsey. It was just over and over again. 
now, you know, Ramsey's traded this week, and the comments are, Howie doesn't care about the team. Lurie <laughs> doesn't care about the team. This secondary is the worst. Uh, sell the whole team. I mean, people are fucking dumb. Like, yeah. if you're on Facebook and you are a fan of a team and you're – you're adding posts about your team or something. The odds are that you're a fucking moron. That's my opinion. <laughs> if, yeah, the odds are definitely very good that that's the case. Uh, Howie doesn't care about the team. Him not him not giving up two first-round draft picks tells me the exact opposite. Right. We're two years removed from a fucking Super Bowl win, and people are saying that Howie and Lurie don't care about the team. Uh, you know... I would argue that it's a totally L.A. move. They're moving into a new stadium next year, and they want to create buzz, and they want stars, which is fine. Uh, but, you know, they're gonna, they could finish fourth place next year. <laughs> I think like 80% of their salary is going to six players. Right. That's a recipe for disaster. I mean, there's no, they, they, can't, they won't be able to play their way out of that. They won't. No, I think that they're – I mean, I guess Ramsey's going to improve their defense. I mean, of course, he's a good cornerback. They have maybe one of the best corners in the league and one of the best linemen. But they still have Goff. And I don't care what Chris Sims says. I don't think Goff's very good. I, I know. He, he's still beating that that Goff drum. I was shocked this week. Well, I can't tell. He He very rarely says anything about starters. You know, he'll he'll say something bad about a backup because it's safe to do that. But he so rarely says anything negative about a starter. He might critique their yeah. performance, but he never he'll he'll never declare them, oh, this guy's done or yeah, this guy's just not that talented. Like every starting quarterback in his book has some level of talent, which I guess is true. But my God, Goff? Come on. I mean how many receivers do you need? For a guy to be able to connect a pass. He's got three more than the fucking Eagles have. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, he does. I don't, yeah, man, it's uh, I, I, it's just a silly it's just a silly move. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it makes them – I guess it makes them better. And then they get to go to, our, to uh, Atlanta. So, you know, they should be winning that anyway. <laughs> I don't – I don't know, man. Uh, listen, the Eagles, the Eagles need way more than Jalen Ramsey. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, so, I don't know that uh, that would have solved our problems. I mean, I guess it helps. I, I mean, what is is Jalen Mills going to help? A little bit, yeah. Of course he will. But you know, it's it, that's the thing. As as we said last week, you know, the, the good and bad news is is that. This this division is so winnable that uh, you know I, I I still hear some like people having this game as a toss up. I mean, listen, I'm off my ass. I think I think the Eagles win this win this one not, not easily, but they're winning this game. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that Dallas. This feels like they're it feels like they're ripe for the for the picking. I guess it, it, so you say. Well, I mean, they're. They're they're not they're not playing their best right now. No, Absolutely. some they have some bad injuries. They do. They have horrible injuries. Someone said something too about not that not that Garrett's going to get them ready, but they're not going to lose this in a row. And I'm like, why? 
What makes you say that? If the Eagles were getting like, you know, an, a, if they were two touchdown underdog again, or, you know, they're headed to Green Bay, I mean, that's when I like the Eagles with their backs to the wall. They can come up big there. Dallas, I have never seen them do anything in the Garrett era that shows <laughs> overcoming adversity. <laughs> the guy, the coach who uh, none of his players want to high five him when they're <laughs> <laughs> running off the field. That was a sick. such an embarrassing story. I feel bad for the guy. I know, me too. I do. Yeah, he's but, not a bad. He's not a bad person. I, it's just, it's a shame. He's a joke. What, what happens? I don't even know where he came from. Uh, I don't know where he was before Dallas. Um, you know, I'm I not sure. He came up through the ranks there. No, did he? I don't know. I don't know if he's like part of. He's not part of any coaching tree that we've heard of. My, I don't what? think he's from Belichick's tree. No. <laughs> no. Um, what, what is the rest of his life like? Does he just... He obviously probably has been, been in the same house in Dallas for, you know, whatever it is, 10 years now. I'm sure he just retires in Dallas, right? He just kind of sits there and then, and then he'll be doing some, you know, some Cowboys preseason commentary. Like is that was that where he is that where he finally settles in? It it depends. Um, let's see here. God, he, in two thousand eight, his salary was nearly three million. What do you think it is? What do you think it was? Uh, this in two thousand eight. In two thousand eight, it was three million. Oh wow! What is he getting? Seven million? Uh, I believe that that might be possible. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that out, but. Like I don't know. Is he from? Is he from Dallas? Like, is he from Texas originally? Uh, who's going to Google it? You or me? I'm looking it up now. I'm oh, all right. Up. Actually, I was looking at his. Uh, I was looking at his salary first because it. It, it was intriguing to me. Like my, uh, it like, looks like six six million. Wow, six like, million. So my like my question is like, I you know I I will be in Dallas again this year. I go you know I've been to the the Eagles game down there like basically. I think five out of the last six years, and so, of course, so it's my it's my friend. He gets you know, uh, he's a client of this of this company that owns this suite. So they you know they kiss his ass and they they give him these seats and and of course I'm the I'm the guy from Philly that you know talks trash and and comes in and makes fun of everybody. Yeah. And, but you know they don't they they know Garrett sucks. They all know it, and it's not like. You know, this is not a surprise. You know, and they when they win when they win a game, it's like even last year they won a game, but it's like, eh. you know, it's not like anyone necessarily did anything. It was Amari Cooper last year, and then, you know, some crazy. Well, if well, you their defense was their defense was was good. I mean, that they were a tough. They were that was a tough loss the Eagles had to them uh, towards the end of the season. That was brutal, and their defense was really strong. It was. And the Eagles also recovered the 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 opening kickoff, uh, but for some reason yeah. weren't weren't allowed to have that weren't awarded the ball. I can't hey, wait. look! Yeah, are you going to start critiquing the refs? You know, you have a problem with them. <laughs> I can't I can't wait to see what crazy call is going to happen this weekend because there you, we you know we know it there will be one. Um, well, we we've talked about this before. It, you know, when the refs become the center of the game. Which is which is how things are. That's never a good thing. Refs, umpires, you know, umpires in baseball. When they become the narrative, that's just that's something bad. 
we're never talking about them for a good reason. They should be in the background. No, I, I, I'm not even kidding. Like, if you remember, Harry Callis used to famously say that, you know, he loves he loves going to the ballpark because he never knows what he's going to see. He's going to see something he's never seen before that day. Yeah. And that's going to be me Sunday night. I'm going to see a bad call that, like, last week we had hands to the face, you know, twice in, in five plays. That was fun. Yeah. So I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen Sunday, but I'm, it'll be fucking interesting. I can't wait for the games this weekend. I really can't, and, and particularly on Sunday night, which call will completely fuck us over? I wonder, because <laughs> I mean the game's in Dallas, so it it has to be a it has to be a call against the Eagles or you multiple know, calls against the Eagles. You know what's sad? Um, I don't think we did this on the podcast. I think you asked me afterwards. I think you said. What if you found out in twenty years that the, that the league has been fixed the whole time, uh, like all hundred years, right? Like what it's is, all it, well, it's all scripted, is right. Was, was my yeah, like it's wrestling or something, and exactly. And I was I was driving around the other day, and I was thinking about that, and I was like, well, God, that would be quite an you know, it'd be like the Kennedy assassination. Like, how are you going to get everyone? Like, <laughs> like I I was thinking like, all right, the Truth owners. Though. Yeah, the owners and the networks would have to know, but they couldn't tell couldn't tell the players. The players have no, because the players wouldn't be that good of an actors. You know, they get pissed off, and you know. No, it, you should have seen Antonio Brown's face when he got his script this year. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh "Wait a minute, what?" <laughs> so I'll be on three teams this year, and He's then like, none. Holy shit! He's like that. That imagination on Vince Gilligan. I can't believe it. <laughs> What he can come up with? <laughs> that, <laughs> that's funny. I, but the sad part, as I was thinking about this, I'm like, yeah, there's too many people involved where they could figure this out. But then, then I thought to myself, the, the idea that you're actually entertaining this that that the that the that the the, the refereeing is so bad that you're you're actually becoming convinced that this might have been a hundred year. You know, fucking one act play, just a farce <laughs> that we've all been involved in. Uh, you know, uh, you know. Fucking Roger the... Goodell is Kaiser Sose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank God, you know, thank God that you know I'm only betting like fifty bucks, a hundred. You know, can you imagine yeah. if you're betting real money on this shit? If you had Detroit money line the other night, like you got a, you you should get a free murder. I think a lot of people lost their fucking shirts last weekend. And honestly, over the last three, four weeks, really, think about some of the upsets and bullshit that's happened, at least through these first six games. And I mean, people have got to be getting killed. I, it, right. And you know what? We made fun of the Saints fans all offseason. You know, they, they show up this year to wear referee outfits. And, and they're right. They, you know, they are, they're right. Well, they should have won that game anyway, but they, they were getting the rest. They pretty much lost the game. But anyway, I, it's – I don't know. I don't know what – you know, what's the remedy? We're sitting here th wondering if it's if it's been a fake, a fake sport. This can't I, I got to say, it's not up to us. We're not getting paid to figure it the fuck out. They need to figure it out. I mean, I don't know, full-time refs, something. 
they, they, they don't even want to spend the money to pay a group of guys. I mean, what, what would it cost them, really? It's a pittance compared to how much money this league brings in to go ahead and pay enough refs, full-time salaries, fucking train them all year, make them the smartest football minds that ever lived mm-hmm. so that you can have cleanly refereed or officiated games. Like, why is this so challenging for them? Just fucking do it. Bite the uh, bullet. Or or just make it almost make it almost completely like governed. Like like have a head official up up in the booth. So we don't have to worry about um, about replays and challenges. That if he sees right. something really bad, he can just radio right down and say, No, pick up that flag. That was not a good call. L- Lombardi says that they're just fucking sleeping up there. When they go to New York, he's asleep. They have to be. No, he's probably right. Like, he says it as a joke, and I think it's probably true. But... Oh, fuck. We, so, so we want less penalties, right? Even, you know, even though our team, the Eagles benefit from bad calls. I mean, you know, everybody does. Yeah. But, yeah, but you're also on the, on the shitty end of it. Like, how much... How much holding, you know, famously, there's you can call holding on every play. Uh, this has just permeated the atmosphere of the NFL, so I guess we can all be relieved. You know, that the Jets-Dallas game had, like, nine flags to fit the last two minutes. It was like every play was a flag. <laughs> like, what now, I remember the announcers, I think it was Romo called that game, right? I remember Romo saying something yeah. about it. So, uh, you know, we have to ease up on the pass interference, like, let them... I don't know. We, we just have to ease up on everything. They're not going to ease up. I mean, if anything, the game's just getting worse. There needs to be some sort of correction, and I don't know when it's going to come. The, the game's going to lose popularity. It's like I can never see it going away. But there are going to be some hardcore fans who are like, fuck this. This game is a joke. It is close. It's becoming closer to wrestling than it is the game that we knew as, you know, like, teenagers or 20-year-olds. Well, no. And then, when you, and then to factor in daily fantasy and all the money involved in that, too. Like, you're going to start really, you know, costing a lot of people a lot of money. Uh, right. And people will stop. They'll stop betting on it. Right. They'll just bet on it's, basketball or baseball. Yes. I mean, I heard plenty of people say they prefer to gamble on basketball. It's more fun, they say. When you... <clears throat> when you, you know, famously the NHL referees, you know, if you watch, especially the playoffs, if you watch the third period in overtime of an NHL game, it's basically you have to literally take the dude's head off to get to get a penalty. Like it is just complete anarchy out there. And but that's how that's how everyone wants it. You don't want some tripping call in a third period overtime of a playoff hockey game. When when Detroit basically stops the Packers on third down. You just gotta you just gotta think how important was this hands to the face? Did it matter? That had right. nothing to do with the play. It it, effect, it affected the play in no way, shape or form. This is the this is the shit where we need the guy upstairs to say, listen, pick up that flag. The defense the defense deserves that they got him to, you know to punt. Well think about Remember a time when they, they used to say, oh, well, they, especially in the playoffs, yeah, you know, they let them play. Or in the fourth quarter, yep, yeah. they let them play. Not anymore. Oh, that, no. That's so long gone. 
I think you'll still see it in college basketball, especially in the tournament. Um, even in NBA playoffs, a lot of times they'll, they'll, they'll let stuff go. Football? Nope. They might even call it, they, they might even be stricter with their calls in bigger moments where fucking flags will be flying left and right because I guess they're afraid of missing something. <laughs> I don't, Instead, you know. they overcall. Right. And now, and then fuck that. Don't give me the bullshit. Oh, they're so scared of, of being wrong in replays that they, they're tentative. Then call it right. Just call well, it right man, if you're afraid of being wrong. I mean, they're not fucking tentative because all they do is call and make calls. And, you know, by the way, some of these guys are really good. Like, you'll see, I think, um, God, what game? It was a recent night game. It, um, or it may have been Diggs. Actually, with Diggs got two feet down Sunday against the Eagles, and oh, that, yeah, that nice. and that the line judge was was underneath the the goalpost and like staring at his feet, and, and like and declared it not a touchdown. <laughs> no, no, he got it right. It was a touchdown. He got two feet in, but uh, he's. I was gonna but, say I didn't remember that play, but he's watching it real time, and you see the replay, and I just was like noticing the ref there, and I'm like, you know, all right, that's good eyes right there. Like you know, it's not like he was completely incompetent. At least that one guy. Uh, you know, I can't give them that much credit. You don't have to run around very much. You're in the back of the end zone. There's not that much ground to cover. Like, okay, at the bare minimum, he's able to watch a guy land with two feet inbounds and maintain possession. Like, that's great. Congratulations. That's the fucking bare minimum you have to do. That's probably one of the easiest things. And they don't even get that right all the time. I think no. the other night we had a guy declare a touchdown and another guy declare no touchdown, and they were both on the fucking goal line. Yeah, you know what? You gotta be, you, you gotta be, you have to be under thirty to start, <laughs> and then you and 20, then twenty vision. Twenty, yeah, you need yeah twenty twenty vision, or you get you get LASIK surgery, and then right. you know I'll let you be done when you're I'll let you go to fifty five maybe. We're 47. Do you want to be a referee for another eight years? No. I mean, I – well, my vision wouldn't be good enough. I couldn't do it. But, no, I would not want to be. Are you kidding me? Hey, by the way. Would you want that job? No. Well, not anymore. I mean, no. I, could, I could see how if you, you know, if you blow out your knee but you love football, you're like, okay, let me, let me be a referee now. Like, I don't know how anybody else would – would get into it, but I don't know. I don't even Man. know how they. So, what were you gonna say? Did you want to guess how old Marlon Brando was when he filmed The Godfather? Um. All right. Well, hold on. Let me try to think about this intelligently. So, sixty. So, in I'm trying to think of uh, on the waterfront, which okay. I believe was in the sixties. I have to imagine he was. That was the fifties. Was that the 50s? Was it like yeah. late 50s? 54. 50, oh, damn. Okay. All right. So 54, I want to say he was about 28. So I'm going to say he was uh, 49. Very close. Yeah, he was 47. Wow. Okay. He was our age. Damn. He looked like he, he was my fucking grandfather. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, I know they made him look older, but I think he was just an older looking guy. Yeah, that's the question. Do, do, can we would be able to look that old? I mean, he throws some makeup on us. 
Yeah, I, think- I, I can look old. If I'm really I- fucking tired, I look pretty damn old. <laughs> if I don't get any sleep like the night before, I look like shit the next day. Yeah, I could easily pass for 55. Will uh, Will creating the Times Yours podcast like be our seminal moment, like Brando's Godfather performance? Uh, one can only hope. Uh, you know, we we want to go national. I, I would prefer that we were doing this on TV like Mike and Mike used to do on ESPN two in the mornings. Oh yeah, well, would that be great? When we win a podcast award, are we going to send up like a Native American and then decline it? That's a good idea. See? On Columbus Day. Columbus Day. It'd be our state, make a statement. Do you find it, uh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping topics here. Let's get off these refs. I'm fucking sick of them. Yeah. Bortles, Bortles and Ramsey in LA. Kind of ironic, isn't it? It's pretty funny. Ramsey, Ramsey, won, I, you know what? <laughs> I hope that for whatever reason, Goff has to take like a leave of absence and fucking Bortles comes in. <laughs> leave of absence. I would fucking love it. Ramsey, <laughs> could you imagine? That'd be great. Uh, and then they just start losing. Well, they start losing. They've been start. losing, but continue losing. What's his name? I would love it. Uh, Lombardi had a great take. Perfectly summed up exactly everything I was thinking about with Bortles for the past two years. <laughs> what did he say? I've been listening. I don't remember this. Well, he, he, he was saying, you know, the Jaguars were within, they were up 10 at New England, you know, headed to the Super Bowl. And there was a, a three and out and a three and out. Bortles couldn't do anything. They went to the offseason thinking, oh, we were 10 points away from the Super Bowl. Instead of yeah. instead of realizing that if their quarterback was capable of getting a first down, they would have gone to that Super Bowl, and then and they re-upped him and said they should have just cut bait right there. And yes. he's like, you know, uh, Dabo Sweeney in, in Clemson. You know, his quarterback isn't working out. He's got a freshman on the bench. He's like, fine, let me put this freshman in. The kid wins a national championship. Beats my beloved Crimson Tide in the process. And, <laughs> you know, so this is... You just got you. You just can't. You're, you're not. First of all, you're not thinking right. You don't. You you just. You know. In fact, uh, Big Mike even said something about how how Jaguars were so close to the Super Bowl. Like again, he, just, yeah, we've just had this argument before. Missing the point with this quarterback. He just basically he wasted a year, and now we're at the point where, of course, famously they could have drafted Watson or Mahomes, um, instead of I forget. Instead of Fournette or something like that, how and, embarrassing! Yeah, and now you're at the point. So now you're tra- you're trading Ray Ramsey. I mean, you're getting some picks back, but well, they got if, Minshew. Well, sure, but if you go back in time two years, maybe you could have capitalized on this. You know, maybe you don't give the Foles contract away. Maybe you you don't even have to worry. Maybe Minshew is just you know he's better than Bortles, but. But just what a mistake. You're fucking around with this guy. And I think that's what the Rams are about to find out, too. You know, it's going to cost them a lot of money, but what do you do with this golf? I mean, I Hey, if if Ramsey is the grenade that we needed to slip inside the, the Rams locker room to blow it up, then great. I'm happy. I think that there's a chance that the Eagles could get Chris Harris, possibly from the Broncos. Yeah. The funny thing, the funny thing is... 
you know, so Chris Harris was the name. You started hearing it over the last week or two. You know, he's a good cornerback. I'm not saying he's like Jalen Ramsey talent talent level, but he's good. And then I started hearing, oh, well, the Broncos, you know, they're not going to want to trade him because they're starting to play better. <laughs> I, I, You know, that made me laugh out loud. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> is this Elway's train of thought that he's got Flacco um, and the defense is playing a little better, so they're good, they're going to the Super Bowl? Like, how much weed is, is he smoking in Denver if that's actually the thought process? They should be dealing Chris Harris right now and planning for the future. Yeah, well, no one's in charge there, obviously. So no, it's Elway. Elway runs the show, and he. Yeah, I no guess he's a fucking idiot. No one's holding him him accountable. Um, in fact, even even Aikman tonight, there was a play where, you know, Flacco just threw an incompletion where he, you know, it was like third and two, and instead oh God, of just I like just running some of his highlights, like just just run for the first down. But he, the dude is checked out. I'm telling you, I randomly saw inside the NFL in like week one. And he just had he was in the red zone and just had a horrible pass. They had to settle for a field goal and he's walking off the field, you know, telling Sanders or something. He's like, My bad. And the, and he, he said it as if he was like you know, like he just stepped on his foot or, you know, like not that he's, you know, one of the thirty two men in the world that has his job. You know, he doesn't even care that he's a quarterback. It doesn't even care he's in the NFL. He's like, My bad, like, you know, he's like I was just shocked by it. He was getting schooled by Matt Moore, you know, the backup to Mahomes, who, you know, threw a nice ball to Tyreek Hill for like a 65-yard touchdown or 57-yard touchdown, whatever the hell it was. He was getting out-dueled. That's when I checked out. I was like, wait a minute. It's it's Flacco and somebody else, and Flacco's supposedly the better quarterback? I'm out. I'm done. I don't want to watch this game anymore. Moore Moore looked like cousins tonight. And like he did, well, he was treating that secondary. Actually, the secondary looked like the Eagles, one would say. Have you noticed? Did you notice? I think it was the Eagles game. Whoever the the, uh, the not the play by play, but the color guy. And then um, I also noticed it on the Sunday morning game with Irvin. They were talking about these receivers. Like, have you noticed that receivers won't dive anymore? Like, if the ball is within a couple feet and they just can't reach it, they're like, okay, play's over. Like, nobody. No, I don't tr- see receivers dive ever. Nobody stretches out anymore. And there was definitely, there was a few Eagles plays where and the, the guy mentioned it, too. And I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right. Like, it was like a Mac Collins or somebody, like, or an Aguilar, too. Like, dude, fucking dive. You were close enough to try. <laughs> I would say if you're one of those up-and-coming receivers or you're trying to be an up-and-coming receiver, you should be laying out for a ball. Yeah, man. They you know, if I was it. like a Tyreek Hill, I'm not I'm not diving on the ground. I just you wouldn't. Know, well, you don't have to dive because you're so fucking fast. You could just say, all right, That's let me, true. He's let me under go the ball. a little faster here and I'll get there. Yeah, he's always going to be under the ball. Um, did you see, by the way, in the game last week, uh, the horrible Vikings loss. Do you see Rasul Douglas like kind of give up? I want to say it was either after the first or second touchdown. Um, you mean when he, he walked when he walked on running. the field when he walked on the field after the kickoff? Yeah, 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 yeah. When when they all started taking yeah when they took the field uh, for the first set of yeah uh, I of saw him give up downs. I did. Yeah, I, I just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. 
I, I watched it as I was watching replays of uh, all of Diggs's touchdowns. I said, "Oh yeah, that's right." Rasul Douglas just kind of stopped running yeah. on one of those touchdowns. I can't remember which one. Hey, Why well, give effort? Yeah. It's, not on, it's not on film. What were your thoughts of uh, tonight when Mahomes got hurt, which is just so brutal for the league and certainly for the Chiefs? And when you think about Andy Reid, literally his only ticket to possibly winning a Super Bowl is is it, it's come in the form of Patrick Mahomes. Like if that guy's gone, Reid's done. He's never winning a Super Bowl. Right. And and he he's already had an ankle injury this year. He's kind of hobbled a little bit. They have, I guess it's like a third and short or something for a first down. And he, he shoves Mahomes into the line. Would you have done that? Would you have made that call? Um, I don't. I don't have that big of a problem with it. You, you know, you're on the you're on the field. It's a quarterback sneak. I mean, I don't know how many. I've never really seen a quarterback get injured on a sneak. Um, if, the, if anything, you're worried about there. a worried about a concussion, not a knee. You would never expect him to hurt a knee there. Yeah, but couldn't you expect something like a pile of fucking three hundred pounders? You're possibly underneath of it, or sometimes you get pushed backwards, and you're fucking like you're, you're you're it's almost like you're you're getting bent in half the other way, like shit happens. Like why? Just don't do that, it. That was after so 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 Denver is able to script their first drive and they go down and score, and uh, yeah. and and then there's a penalty on the on the extra point, so they decide to go for two and then don't get it. And then, what they there was a turnover. Yeah. By the way, what was the point of that? <laughs> Why are they going for two on the first score of the game? Because after the penalty, it, they put it on the one yard line. Because they're playing checkers while everyone's playing chess. Yeah. Well, well, based they told you right there that we're scared of scoring points today, and rightly yeah. so because that was their last point. And <laughs> good call, actually. <laughs> back on it. So, but. I, that's a that's where I agree with you. Reed is like, is Reed really worried that that Kansas City's not going to score tonight? Like he ha- he needs to sneak at all, like right. or even go for it. Just kick your field goal. Denver will fuck it up. They'll give it back to you. You you saw, you saw Flacco's second drive after his scripted plays were over. He was done. The game was over. He 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 can't improvise. He can't make a play. He can't do a fucking thing. So you know God, he had some violent fucking fumbles tonight, <laughs> where the ball came squirting out for about it went twenty five yards. Uh, I mean, he was just couldn't wait to get rid of the ball, and and not the way you would think. I mean, throwing it to the ground, hey, he's pathetic. Yeah. Is this uh, still times yours? It's all times yours. The time <laughs> is ours to talk about what we want. Let's get back to the Eagles, no? Well, I think we should talk about Sunday night's game coming up. Yeah, let's do it. Eagles, Cowgirls, Dallas. Well, Eagles Dallas. in Dallas. Yeah. Right? What are your he, thoughts about this matchup? More importantly, the boy, Hayden. His first, his first Dallas game in Big so, D. So the two of you are, are heading to Dallas. When are you leaving? Sunday morning. Sunday morning. We're in and out. Sunday morning, we're back. Back Monday morning. So you guys probably on the flight on the flight down there. You're gonna 
probably be talking Eagles the whole time, you and Hayden. Yeah, I'm we're going we're gonna to break down some film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Go over some stats. I, I want video proof. If, charts. I come, if you come back and this is the story I hear, I want video proof <laughs> that he actually spoke to you on this trip. <laughs> I told him today, I'm like, yo, I was telling him about, you know, about the, the suite and where we're in and everything. I said, yeah, I said, listen. And, uh, yeah, there's food. There's good food. And uh, if you feel like sneaking alcohol, that's fine with me. I don't care what you do. What a cool dad. Right? Absolutely. Well, how old Tayden now? 16. Okay. That's fine. I mean, a sneaky hmm. one, I, I, I wouldn't allow him to have, like, multiple. No. I mean, I, I, I'm planning on being drunk, so. Right. Why couldn't he? Why shouldn't he? <laughs> of course. Is that your rationale? Well, I mean, you know, I'm sure the refs will be annoying him, too. So he's got to take the edge off. Yeah. So do you feel you feel confident in this one? No, I feel good. Whereas, uh, so Eagles getting two and a half and 49. Um, first half, Eagles are getting a half and it's 23 and a half. Um, I think, I think no matter, well, I'm taking the Eagles. I'm taking the two and a half. And I do like the over in this game. I, no matter what. Let's hope the Eagles give up a lot of points so we can hit an over. Win or lose. Yeah, I don't see this as being a defensive struggle. <laughs> Dallas's defense. No. Uh, certainly <laughs> not. I mean, the Eagles struggle on defense. So I probably, if I phrase it that way, then I'm correct. Uh, it's not going to be a struggle between two defenses <laughs> uh, where there's no scoring. There should be a ton of scoring in this game. Yeah. They really should. I, I agree with you. The over feels like the safest bet. Uh, I'm also going with the Eagles. You know, probably if I wasn't an Eagles fan, I'm staying away from this one. But because I am an Eagles fan, I will take the two and a half. Uh, Big Mike was joking around about Dallas throwing play action or running play action all day. I am, I, I am actually scared of that. I think that that is something that worries me that they'll just get annihilated and that the Cowboys will hang on to the ball for way too long. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do about that, but it's probably a, an issue. That well, I hope that Schwartz figures it out. That's what the over's for. I'm doing the yeah, first I'm doing the first half over, last. too. First half over is 23? 23 and a half. 23 and a half. Hmm. That half kind of sucks, but sure. Sure, I'll go over. Uh, you know, the thing that should worry you, however, uh, are these Eagles' slow starts. I mean, really slow starts where we're not even scoring in the first quarter. You, you would hope... In Dallas, it's going to be very fucking loud. You would hope I... It could I... be a first half under. Mm. Nah, you would... Then, you would hope by now that they'll, they'll maybe realize that they have to come out quicker than last week i mean i liked it last week yeah. uh, but um i don't know and i think a lot of miles sanders sunday night that's why i'm envisioning listen uh from our lips to fucking doug's ears you know we've been saying this for weeks i mean week after week line up sanders in the fucking slot just send him out there yeah he's probably one of their best receivers at this point and he's got the most speed just play him like Kamara. 
Yeah. Why are they not doing that all the time? You should always be lining him up in the slot. I don't we even want him running the ball. He doesn't do it very well. Or he fumbles. <laughs> no. It's a great, I mean, yeah, if, if that's his position and then you have Howard as your running back, I think it's all good. I agree. Like, what? that's the reason why we got Jordan Howard, was for him to be the bell cow back. And he should be getting like 20, 22 carries a game. Now, I know Doug's not typically a fan of doing that, but that's what he should be doing, especially, I, I feel like, in Dallas. If you can keep their offense off the field, I think that would be really huge. Dak, a cold Dak is not good. No. no. Is there any chance um, we get an Ertz back, bounce back game and then maybe and Goddard does some stuff? We Big, big tight end game Sunday? For us? It should be a big tight end game. And, I mean, Ertz better, you know, he, he needs to make up for last week's performance. These drops, ah, just terrible. I mean, he, he did not show up for that Vikings game. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He officially has to get his head out of his ass. Yeah, he needs to pull it out. Or we're trading for Trey Burton and fucking Ertz can go back, go, can go to Chicago. <laughs> How about that? I want Burton back. <laughs> Give me somebody that doesn't fucking yeah. fall down as soon as he catches the ball. Number one. Yeah. Is he so top-heavy that literally just the force of a ball hitting him in the chest is enough to topple him over like a fucking <laughs> Jenga pile? And I know. He crumbles immediately. Yeah. He's got to cut it out. He's got to cut it the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of tight ends are like that. They're, it's, they're not like yards after the catch guys besides, you know, Gronk. Or um, Kelsey, obviously Kelsey's a huge yards after catch guy. Ertz has never really been that, but I mean, it's literally just catch and then start going down to the ground. Always. Well, maybe. What does he get? A half inch after catch? <laughs> maybe, maybe he, maybe he redeems himself this week. I, that's that's why when it comes to redemption, I see it way more in the Eagles side than Dallas. I just. I don't know. I can't. Th- I can't think of a, a game where Dallas Dallas had their backs against the wall and needed a home win. Trust me, that place it's not as loud as you think. I mean, it's kind of. I, I mean, it's kind of loud, but I wouldn't say it's like a, a big home field advantage. I don't know. I mean, I, I, well, this is a big game. I mean, it's always a is, big game. Know, Every it, year, well, this is some, a big most game. times, most, but not always. Not when one or the other is in the fucking basement. Right now they're tied. Well, the and I also like. I, haven't the Eagles lost like three straight? Yeah, this, that's why I was thinking revenge factor for the Eagles. But I don't know. They lost both last season, and then I guess yeah, it was it was the second Dallas game. What would that have been? In oh, that was the week seventeen. That didn't matter. No, it didn't matter. In, in our Super yeah, Bowl year. So, right, so you can't really count that. But those two no. losses last year, that has to sting. And I know that second loss really stung the way that we went <clears> down <throat> in that game. You know, um, the bleeding the, the bleeding green guys uh, brought up a very interesting point of Reich and, and San Filippo leaving, of course, is a big loss. But... They think the problem with that is instead of going through a hiring process and maybe getting some candidates, 
you know, in the Novacare Center for interviews and maybe picking their brains, all they did was just, just uh, you know, promote everybody. And they probably needed some new blood, some new thinking. You know, Doug is still technically a young head coach. And I thought it was a very, nice. very interesting point they made that, that you know, that they didn't even really try to do anything outside of the organization for those two spots. No, it is interesting. I mean, don't don't a lot of teams try to promote from within, though? I mean, aren't you usually trying to do that? I don't know. I don't know. But No, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, I'm probably relating in the wrong way. I'm relating to, like, companies. A lot of companies try to, you know, promote from within. I, that's why I was thinking in, you know, within the Eagles organization, well, you would feel like they're trying to bring guys up the ranks. That's the one. You already have them in the culture. But that's the one good thing about Andy Reid is he gave us Reich, San Filippo, you know, he's going to give somebody the enemy. You know, that's the one, you know, that's what you want. You want some, some innovation there. And I don't know, you know, who was our offensive coordinator? Oh, shit. I don't know. Doug. No, it's not. No, I'm just saying. I mean, oh, it, it I know may it as is. well it's, be. It's, I think. Uh, it's Grow. They, oh, yeah, yeah. Mike Grow. Mike Grow. Mike Day. I don't know. So you know where I don't know. You know where did he come from? He was just a he was just a promotion. You know, I'm guessing, right? Uh, you know. Uh, probably. I don't know enough about him. I'm not really all that impressed with him. But I I also don't know if I can hold him accountable for receivers dropping balls. I can think of a lot of a, a lot of plays that apparently he's drawn up well, that should have fucking worked, but didn't. Yeah, but aside from the the drops, we watched Denver Broncos and Joe Flacco have an ADR drive for a touchdown. You know, anybody can scheme up your opening plays, and I don't see that happening for us. No, I I agree. Oh, by the way, Grow was a former starting quarterback at the University of Virginia. He's a year older than us. He was born in '71. Oh yeah, I'll never forget those those battles of Virginia Tech. <laughs> he, um, yeah, if you go to his Wikipedia page, you'll find all sorts of interesting information about him. No, he was promoted after the Super Bowl. You know, when when Reich left. Yeah. That but was, I, that was his I, his big break. Yeah. He was the receivers coach. Yeah, I think those guys made a great point. Well, see what happens. See, he's not the receivers coach anymore, and the guys don't know how to fucking receive the ball. <laughs> yeah, he, he forgot to tell the new receivers coach how do you got to tell him to catch the ball first. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't uh, practiced we've had that some yet. egregious drops. Egregious drops. So horrible. Anything else? What? What else? Why else are the Eagles going to uh, I mean, I'm excited for Jalen Mills' return. I have to say, Jalen Mills is a, a Garden State of Mind uh, fan. He is. He loves us. Way. He does. We should dye our he hair does. green since he's back in his honor. Whatever's left of mine, I will dye it. <laughs> How about that? If we can get Jalen Mills on the show, I'll definitely dye my hair green. Oh yeah, let's do it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. The, the Cowboys' offense is too banged up, by the way. Yeah, it is. They don't have. So I think Amari's out. He is. Um, Gallup, I think, is is a nothing without Cooper there. I think he's already shown he can't really carry that that receiving core. 
He can't, and nor can Devin Smith. Yeah, so Cobb is out or questionable. Well, yeah, they they, they list old. them all as questionable, but man, they got a long ass list of injuries. Holy shit! Uh, it's going to be a heavy, heavy Witten day. Heavy. <laughs> I think Witten's probably going to have twelve, thirteen receptions. Oh, that you're serious? That's am I supposed to be worried about that? No, 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 it, not at all. I think that's what we want. I'd rather go ahead. Yeah. Throw that short shit. You know, Witten's not going to go anywhere. It, this, these aren't the days of old where you'd catch, catch he'd catch Witten up the seam or something, and he'd gash you for like forty. It's not Romo to Witten. This is Dak to a practically forty-year-old Witten. And no, I think that he's going to be the only option in a lot of cases. Yeah. And that'll be exactly what we want. And, and hopefully uh, Zeke is ineffective. And Zeke, I mean, you you tell me. He hasn't done anything right this year. He really hasn't. He's been awful. You know, he's, he's Zeke, but he's not the Zeke that you kind of remember watching. He doesn't scare you. You know, we're, we're, you know, we're a week removed from being super cocky, or at least I was, thinking we were going to beat Minnesota. We got our asses kicked, and I'm right back to super cocky and confident. Like, I'm getting to the point as I'm thinking about it, as I just looked at the Dallas injury list. Like, now I'm, I'm at the point where I don't even I don't see how the Eagles can lose this game. I, I just I feel like this is going to be a domination the other way. And, and, and you know, think about it. If, if, what, if, what if I say that, you know, the Eagles are going to win, you know, 38 to 13? Does that sound crazy? It, the only reason it sounds crazy to me is, I mean, look, it, the, there's a way that that can happen, and, and the only way that it happens is if our defensive line is in Dak's face all day. If they actually come to play this weekend, I think that can happen. Because otherwise, if Dak has time, I mean, come on, man. I'm pretty sure that, like, three-quarters of the league can rip apart the Eagles' secondary right now. Yeah. Like, no, I true. don't care what receiver you have. If they can get open, which they probably should be able to, Dak can Dak can throw a ball to an open receiver. So yeah, it could I, be like neck and neck. And I didn't even mean that like 38-13, like we'll only give up 13 points. What is – I more meant like just a solid ass kicking. Sure. You know, if you yeah. think – you know, if you go into any game, uh, you know, even tonight, well, you know, 27-6 to – just didn't seem out of the realm of possibility for, you know, Denver getting they were only getting like three points at home. And I, I think know. I think everyone kind of thought it was going to be, you know, uh, a 1916 game or 20 to 17. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess a lot of people thought that the Denver defense was going to show up. Not that I want to get caught up talking about that game, but I hear what you're saying. Like ass kicking happened and it's not that it, for no rhyme or reason. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, and when I think about Dallas, I, you know, even if you go back to last season, you know, you got what I would say I was nervous, but I wasn't as confident heading into a Dallas game last season, uh, especially not the second one, just just based on how they had been playing, especially after Cooper got there. And God fucking Cooper thumped us for like 200 yards yeah. uh, in his debut against the Eagles. Um, you don't have that same feeling. I mean, I, hell, I was 
way more nervous about the Vikings than I than I am about the Cowboys. I'm not nervous at all about this game, uh, to be honest. They're, if, if Cooper was in, I think eh, that probably would bother me a little bit. I don't know who we would who would cover him. Yeah, no, true. That's what I mean. It's like that. At this point, they have one skill position player, two. That is, they have Dak and Zeke. Yeah, I mean Gallup's a, a decent receiver, but I think he needs that complimentary guy to take some of the heat off of him. What's your uh, What's your score? My score for this one, I'm I'm going high on this one. I want to say 34. 34-24 Eagles. Hmm. What's the uh, the official line on this game? <clears throat> Not that I mean the the number. It's forty nine. Forty nine. Okay. Yeah, so I'm a little above that. Yeah, yeah I just I, see a lack of defense. You know. Yeah. I, yeah. I like uh, like uh, twenty nine twenty four or thirty one twenty four maybe. Okay. I like the third. I like the twenty-four. I don't think the Look, Eagles can the stop. Eagles, the Eagles can't well, keep just, anyone from scoring twenty-four points. No, they really can't. I'm What's make, the average against them? Is I'm it like thirty? Let's see. Shit. Uh, I mean, Christ, they give up a lot of points. I mean, luckily they're a higher. They're one of the higher scoring offenses or higher scoring teams in the league. Oh yeah, I didn't even look at. I didn't even look at their rankings this week. That's okay. Um, yeah, I you know look that that's that's my opinion on this one. I do think the Eagles are going to win. Like you said, they they really can't stop anyone. Teams score points on them, but I I just think that there's too many there are too many deficiencies with with the number of players that the Cowboys have lost. Uh, I mean, heading into this week, I don't like the fact that we don't have Cox. But then again, what the fuck has Cox done this year? What do you mean we don't have Cox? I think he's out this week. No, he's not. Who said? Uh, hang on a second. Let me just double check that. Hey, if I'm wrong, that's great. No, I think he's got. I I, uh, if anything, he's he's been getting healthier the past couple weeks. Uh oh, he returned to practice. Sorry. Yeah, he fully participated in practice. Sorry, yeah, I thought he was fine. out this week. No, no, he's okay. Fine. All right, but um, I don't think that he's had a an amazing season. No, at he this point. no, he hasn't. But I feel like he's been getting a little bit better. I've been I've been focusing on him, and I feel like there's a little more push lately, as opposed to the Lions game where I was like, so I thought something was wrong with him. Well, so who's playing in place of Tyron Smith for the Cowboys? Oh, boy. Because I think that person is is probably going to be in for a long night on Sunday. <laughs> this mumbling, it's great for a podcast. <laughs> I'm more and more <laughs> like Francesa every day. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, traffic and weather, top of the hour. <laughs> uh, how about da- the weather huh it's so windy out yeah huh? man all right dallas depth depth chart cameron fleming will be your left tackle who the fuck is that oh that's wonderful all right good luck dak <laughs> i mean it's a left tackle so it doesn't matter as much but 
Yeah. So anyway. I, uh, yeah. Any any requests for when I'm in Dallas? You want me to do anything anything special? Do you want me to go find Ken Ashcraft? Ken Ashcraft from yeah. Facebook? Yeah. Oh god, I love making fun of that guy. <laughs> I really do. I you know it's funny. I um so you know how he's part of the this Eagles group, and now it's like I I regret the day that I ever joined this this group on Facebook, but it does give me a lot of good things to just hate read and of course he's always posting he's a cowboys fan and he's posting all these anti-eagle things and he's really trolling and just trying to get eagles fans to respond to him and i will say now i respond to him quite often but it's never has anything to do with the eagles i usually am either just making i'm picking apart his age you know, I say like, oh, did the nurse forget to take your catheter out today? <laughs> or I pick on him for being from the South or both. It's a, some combination of both. And he doesn't he doesn't like to engage with me because I don't talk football with him at all. <laughs> I just say something about like, uh, what did he say? He said something about he made a comment about he blocked someone and he was chuckling about it. And I think I said, well. When the biggest, I think, when the biggest event of your day is finding out what flavor of Jello they're serving in the retirement <laughs> home, I said, I guess blocking someone is is kind of a big thing. And you know, wow, you're he a real doesn't a- like me. You're a real ageist. Well, I was trying to just think about what are the what's one thing that he really can't defend, <laughs> and it's his age. <laughs> so you know, I. I don't want to engage in an Eagles Cowboys debate. He's just trying to bait people, and I, uh, you know, I don't he want the, to be one of the the morons that falls for it. Yeah, he could defend the Cowboys like nobody's business. Yeah, well, now he doesn't have much to say, but he just keeps bringing up the the Falcons' loss or the, the fact that we lost to the Vikings, and you know, it's he. I mean, people. That's why I said people are fucking morons. Like they're arguing with this guy. You know, like, what are you doing? Back to your kind of first question about Dallas Week and the Cowboys, like Dallas. I, <laughs> I don't. They're they are pretty amazing because they're just like any old team that's kind of you know half mediocre and you know occasionally wins a division. Like they they do nothing. They've accomplished nothing, and their fans, man, they they get they get come out of the woodwork. You are so right. They they get loud. They, you know, yeah. they just, they're kind of, they're pretty unbelievable. They got the blinders on. Well, I guess, yeah, it's that, it's that cockiness that comes with the number of championships that they do have. It's the same as imagine if the Patriots don't win starting today, they don't win for the next 20 years. I guarantee you those Boston fans will still be assholes. 15 years from now. Yeah, that's true. And they would be just as difficult to deal with as a Cowboys fan. I'm s- and it's, you know, the Cowboys dominated the 90s, and they're just living off of that. Yeah. I'm saying this as I, as I predict an e- easy Eagles victory, so I don't really have a leg to stand on, but <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's move on. Anything else? Yeah, get I, don't, picks? I don't go after Cowboys fans. Yeah, so let's let let's get to our picks. And all right, so we so, we already we already uh, locked up the Eagles pick. We're yeah. both taking the birds plus two and a half. How many picks do you have this week before we jump into them? 
I don't know. Um, last week I was one and three. You were two and three. <laughs> so now I'm twenty three and twenty seven. You're nineteen and uh-huh. twenty nine. I'm down to forty six percent. It's been quite a fall from grace, and uh, you're uh, you're holding steady at thirty nine percent. Yeah, I was going to say I'm just shy of forty percent. Yeah. I, in fact, you're yeah. thirty. You're you were in week four. You were forty percent. The past three weeks, you're thirty nine. I've gone from. Consistency is key, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> Week four, I was 57%, then 52, then 47, and now that's what I am now. So it's been a, it's been a, you know, a nice decline. It has. I I have seven picks this week. Well, that's including the Eagles. Okay. I figure at this you, point. You just made three picks. I need to. Uh, did we? Yeah, the over and then the first half over. Uh, I didn't go first half over. Oh, I you didn't over? No, 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 no. Oh, all right. I'm a little nervous about their their ability to score in the first quarter. I'm afraid it's going to throw it off. Well, go ahead. You you uh, you won more games last week, so you start. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, let's see. What's a game that I like the most here? I I oh uh, oh uh, yeah, this one. I think this is the. Probably one of the bigger games of the week. Uh, Ravens um, in Seattle. And I'd like, I, I will say this, I, I like if I'm just picking the game straight up, I, I still like Seattle to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think either defense is, is all that great right now. I mean, you know, like Clowney can fuck some people up. Um, but the Ravens defense, maybe it's getting a little better. I don't know. I'm sure they'll figure something out. But I think it should be a close game. I like the Ravens to cover getting three. In Seattle, I think that they'll they'll travel well. I think Lamar Jackson should have a good game. Oh wow, what the hell's going on there? Hey, I'm on my mic. Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. Wow, that was odd. Yes. Microphone. Uh, right. That's okay. Mic- it's probably another alien uh, drop in. We haven't had one in a while. Someone's trying to intercept your, your Baltimore pick. Yeah, it's – oh, yeah, I'm sure. Well, they're picking – right. So they just – what they're doing is they're going to lay three with Seattle now that they just heard my Ravens plus three pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that Lamar Jackson can keep this one close. I mean, what the fuck? He rushed for like 140 yards last week himself. Mm-hmm. Seattle defense isn't all that great, so I like them to win, but I like the Ravens to cover. Okay, so Baltimore plus three. Um, I'm going to bet on this game, but I'm not picking a side. I'm picking an over. The number is 49, and I'm going over the total. You're going over 49. Yeah. Yeah, there should be a ton of scoring in this one. Yes. I can't disagree with your with your wager there. I yeah, no opinion on the uh, on the outcome of the game, though, huh? Um, I think Seattle wins. I don't know. I, it could be a carbon copy of of all their games this year. They might even be losing at a certain point. Um, but I could see them winning by four. I could see them being down. You know, down three and then scoring a touchdown. So I'm not. I just. I don't like that three point. I don't. This does not look like a field goal game to me. <laughs> it could be Justin Tucker. 
It better not be. I need I need points. It, I need points in this game. As a true desperate as a true desperate gambler, you know, the easy <laughs> the easiest pick the easiest picks to make are just overs. Everyone, you know, the t- complete novices just love overs. Like I always points, baby points. Yeah, I always feel like a hero because I I like to bet unders and I like and you know when they win I'm like yeah that's right I'm smart and uh, so now I'm just so desperate I'm just I have another over bet coming up by the way I have two more actually coming up. <laughs> in fact, I go. might just do a three a three game over parlay. You should. In fact, I'm going to go to it right now. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Fire away. Seattle over 49 is the first leg of my over parlay. Mm-hmm. Arizona Giants over 50 and a half is my second leg of that over parlay. Oh, God. And, okay. And then the Rams, Atlanta over 55. What am I, stupid? Yes, I am. Over. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I like that one. I'm going over Atlanta. Yeah, okay. Alrighty then. And my, my concern yeah, the, my concern is the Rams won't score enough. Uh no, I think the Rams will score. Atlanta has one of the worst defenses. Even Goff can do something against them. Well, then Atlanta's going to score because they always do. I'm not. I'm not. It's not going to be 55 at halftime, but Atlanta will put up, you know, 20 plus points in the second half and lose. So. Yeah, I mean this. Ha- this this could be like a 37-30, 37-34. I mean, you could go way above that that number. You could easily see these teams scoring into the 30s. It's just. It. Yeah. I, I, I probably. Like I don't like. I probably fans. like the Seattle over the best. So I'll probably put a straight bet on that and then do a parlay of the other three. Okay. All right, that's great. Thanks. I like your overs. That last one makes me a little squeamish, but it's your money, not mine. I will root for you, however. Oh, thanks, John Cates. Uh, No problem. Don't mention it. Uh, I would like to submit my next pick. Please do. It involves a team that no longer is starting Marcus Mariota, hmm. and they are called the Tennessee Titans. They have the shitty L.A. Chargers coming to town. The Chargers are getting two and a half, and I am taking the Titans and their fucking defense that holds teams to anywhere between 14 to 20 points a fucking week to win this one. I like the Titans laying two and a half. Tannehill starting. He's got to be better than Mariota. I I don't know who the Chargers are stopping. Titans might actually be able to run the ball in this fucking game and just win this one. By like a touchdown, I, I like the Titans. Oh yeah! I, in fact, probably the best bet is the Titans giving a half in the first half because the, oh. the Chargers never come ready to play. Never, no matter where they are, home or away. <laughs> and they're much like the Eagles in the first quarter of every game this year. Yeah, that's what I'm taking. I'm not even betting the game. I'm taking that Tennessee minus a half. And. I agree. Like I, I forget it was Sims or Florio were saying, "Oh, they think there's going to be some fight in the Chargers." No way. Really? No Why? Way. I don't know. I, I yeah, I love this pick. I don't. I don't see the Chargers on a fucking thing here. Yeah, I, the Titans have this sneaky tough defense where nobody really scores a ton against them. And the Chargers looked awful last week and against this, the Steelers. And this is the year of the backup. Um, we it really the is. whole we've all been waiting for Tannehill to take the reins here. 
In fact, uh, I, can, I can tell you that everyone in Tennessee has been waiting for it. I'm moving this up from a six pointer now, based on this conversation. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it a, an eight pointer. What do you think of that? I forget where I ranked that one, but yeah, I certainly took Tennessee in our pick'em pool. Um, I forget where I had that one slated, though. Probably not super high. I don't know if I love going super high on a team like the Titans. True. Because it's not like Tannehill is the second coming of uh, of John Elway. Yeah, I put that one as a one, <laughs> honestly, because it could go either way. But I it, 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 I like this bet, though, yeah. in reality. Uh, all right, what's your what's your next pick? Uh, I like the Niners laying nine in Washington. Uh, I like the yes. I like the Niners laying five and a half in the first half. Um, I know uh, we're all seeing a lot of Shanahan hatred to Washington, and it's you know uh, there was a quote tonight where. You know, he loved working for his dad and, and the relationships he had there. And they're like, did you like anything? You know, what did you hate about Washington? He's like, everything else. Like, <laughs> you know, he is going to, if he can, run it up. Uh, I just, you know, I, we're, we're basically, we, we crowned them last week as having the one or uh, number one or number two seed in the conference. Yeah, they're not going to mess around here. San Fran. Yeah, I'm with you. San Fran minus nine. You said everything perfectly. I just think they 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 look like one of the best teams in the league. I I don't know about Jimmy Garoppolo, but that fucking defense is awesome. Their run game is awesome. Washington just stinks. Is uh is what's his name? Uh, Case what's Case Keenum? Yeah, Case is Case Keenum starting. Case Keenum. I don't know. Who cares? I, it really doesn't matter. I mean, what's the biggest threat on the skins? Adrian Peterson, the 31 or 32-year-old running back or 34, yeah, whatever the B- fuck he is. Bill Callahan knows how to run the offense now. Yeah, good luck, Washington. I think the Niners are going to blow them out by like 14 or 15. Washington, um, won't. they will not break 10. They shouldn't. Not against that 49ers defense. No, you heard it here. I don't care about any West Coast to East Coast. Fuck all that. Niners should probably be laying like 14 in this one. They should. So I'm, the, the I'm nine, happy to lay the nine. The nine is a gift. All, you know, we debated Dallas giving seven last week like three times. But uh, this one I'm not, you know, it's low. I'm going to say it's low because it's a 1 p.m. start for a West Coast team. If it wasn't, yeah. you know, the, yeah, you're, this should be 14. So I'm fine here. No, let, you know, I, I like this. Uh, I don't like the game itself. I like the line. The game's probably going to be terrible to watch. Now, here's a game I would love to watch. Um, do you mind if I announce another pick? No, go ahead. I feel like I have so many picks this week. The Saints are getting three, and I guess maybe in some way I should feel like this is a trap. I just don't believe in the Bears. I, I like their defense. I almost like the Saints' defense better. Yeah, and I, I I think that the Saints getting three with the defense playing the way that they are. I mean, you know, I guess if they throw out a stinker, then I'll lose this one. But the way the Saints have been playing, this should be a no brainer. I understand it's in Chicago, but it's not December, and 
uh, what's his name? Trubisky's back. That's supposed to scare me. <laughs> what the hell's he gonna do? I don't know. I think this is a carbon copy of last week's Saints Jacksonville game. It, yeah. Exactly. You're right. Except that Jacksonville can actually run the ball. Chicago can't even run. No. The the the, the over under is thirty eight and a half, and in the first half it's nineteen and a half. And I would suggest don't be scared off by those low numbers. Go under. Yeah, I like I like both unders. Um, you kind of convinced me about the Saints. I'm like, why? Who in the right mind would would bet on Chicago and ever again? Um, Peyton, sure, I hated him all off season. Um, but he's a real fucking deal. Right. He's I've been a great I, A plus coach. I've been betting on the Saints the past month. Um, I famously picked them to win in Seattle. So they beat one of the best teams in the conference at home. Well, they're one of the best teams in the conference. Sure. Even with even with uh, th- th- this this backup QB. And I still uh, yeah, I'm so done like yeah. Everyone I think everyone talks about Breeze and I'm kind of just sitting there listening like all right, you know, uh, I don't think that I don't think losing Breeze is that much of a loss. The dude can't throw past twenty yards anymore. Um, yeah, it's not like you're missing an arm. I mean, his experience and his smarts is awesome, but his accuracy is good, though. Yeah, got to give him that. It, it, he sure. puts that fucking ball right on the money. Right. I just don't think this is like the drop off of of this isn't you know twenty thirteen Breeze. So it's not going Mahomes to. I don't know, like a Tannehill or something. It's not a drop-off that's as steep as that. Right. It's really not. Mahomes the more. It's not that. Hey, Moore looks pretty good tonight. <laughs> good. You know Mahomes, though. Yeah. Yeah. You- yeah. I, so you like that bet. You like the Saints getting three, or you just are you just playing the number? I, uh, I definitely like both unders. I don't know if I'm officially going to pick them. Um, I love the first half under, the 19 and a half. Because that's the one where Chicago hasn't, you know, they've been off. They can't score anyway. Uh, New Orleans is motivated. I don't know. I think, yeah. I don't know if I'm doing okay. both. But I'll officially do one of the unders. I'll do the first half under. So, I'll do that. So how many, yeah, that first half under does sound good, but I'm I'm staying away from it. So, so how many games? So I've given you one. To, I gave you Eagles pick, I gave you Saints, I gave you Ravens, I gave you Titans, I gave you Niners. Do you have any others for me? You did the Eagles over 49. Eagles over 49, right. Okay. And then, uh, this is probably a bad idea. This will be the game that ruins my parlay. Okay. I'm taking the Jags minus three and a half. Cincinnati is so bad. They are. Um, it, it, God, it's really hard for me to imagine the Jags at least not winning by six or seven a touchdown. But this, this does feel like one of those games where you just, for some unknown reason, the Bengals hang in there. I don't know why. Jaguars lost Ramsey. Minshew all of a sudden is like he looks more human or more like a you know rookie, I guess. Than he had the first couple weeks. He he hasn't been looking that great recently. But what the fuck, man? I mean, this feels like a Leonard Fournette game. Just steamroll the Bengals. Bengals can't run the ball at all. 
I, I like Jags minus three and a half. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm necessarily picking it, but yeah, I don't see Cincinnati needs to start packing it in, and uh, <laughs> and they need to trade us. Yes, it AJ wasn't Green. Marv. It wasn't Marv Lewis. He wasn't the problem. Yeah, they're. Uh, yeah, it starts from the 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 Browns and and uh, the Paul Brown that is from ownership on down. They're just, yeah, they're they're just not up to snuff. <laughs> that's that's one way of putting it. <laughs> I mean, when you're in contention for one of the losingest franchises in NFL history, which they're not that, but they just they're never good. When's their last playoff run? Don't look it up. It's so fucking long ago, it's not even worth researching. Well, they should have beat the Steelers in that playoff game with uh, when Perfect went crazy. and <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, that, They should have won that game, but, but that's, that's what they do. They don't win that game. So, Right. Yeah, you mean when Perfect uh, nearly killed Antonio Brown and probably caused all the behavior that we're seeing today? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you mean that game? Yeah, that game. And and that hit, yeah. yeah, yeah, perfect. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. Yeah, solid, solid teammate. I don't think I have any other picks. I don't. I have one, two, three. Four. I have. Not. I mean, I went six games plus. I did an over, and I think I did a. No, you have a, you have seven first half bet. You have seven picks, and I have nine. What you did? What was your first half bet? Uh, the Niners. Minus oh. five and a half in the first half. Oh, okay. All right, you have eight bets. So I mean, right there. So if I my record is what nineteen and twenty nine. Yes. I mean, right here, I have eight bets. I could I could finish the week twenty seven and twenty nine. Just just a, a hair under five hundred betting. Uh, I wish I could bet on bet on that. <laughs> How much would you bet? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I don't know. Would, I mean, yeah, I'll take out a seventh mortgage on the house. I, that's that's what that's what needs to happen when we finally get the the gambling apps all settled. I want real life things. I want to bet on real life things. Like if I could, I wish I could bet on like when I know a car in front of me is going to cut me off. Oh my God! Yeah. Jesus it, Christ! I would be a zillionaire. It's funny that you bring up driving because I was going to say, what's the over under on fucking traffic court appearances for you for the rest of your life? <laughs> Can we put a number on that right now? I'd like to wait. That's there. another fun one. Yeah, that's a good bet. You know, over unders for you in traffic court. Um, uh, I I don't know how many fucking easy pass. Uh, what do you call those things? Sensors. How many easy pass sensors are you going yeah. to go through between now and the rest of your life? There's just some no-brainer bets here. Can I'm I... taking the over on all of them. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a good bet. You, you got to think. That number, I don't know if you could set it high enough. Because I'd live for this, going to court. Vegas won't touch that one. Nah, it's off the board. Can I, <laughs> can I complain about Detroit while we're on the subject? Uh, yeah, of course. So the Detroit airport... Uh, when you from one one end to the other, the way I was headed into it, I had to go from one end to the other to get to the rental car facility. 
And you're, so you're actually at a certain point, the highway or the road, it goes under the runway or like, you know, the planes will be uh, taxiing like over you, like the overpass. Yeah. So you're going through the airport. Now, you know, this road, and believe it or not, this road, the speed limit was pretty high. It was like 45 or something. Typically, it's not. But it was like a real road, you know. So, you know, when you get closer to the airport, then they'll go down to 25 and 15. and some insane low speed limit. Yeah. So right before kind of this overpass, there is a hero sitting there with his radar detector. And I mean, like. He, he he's like has it out the window, just pointing it like at everybody. Like I've seen that before. Like, it's really fucking dumb. And looking. and so it, this was Detroit, okay. So the airport is not in the city, okay. It's probably about fifteen minutes southwest of the city. But the point being that Detroit is one of you know the most probably has the highest crime rate in the country, okay. <laughs> it does. So you have so all you're doing all you're doing here is fucking with citizens, taxpayers, you know, uh, either either businessmen or people, you know, uh, you know, going on vacation. All you're doing was fucking with somebody and hoping that they're going 55 and a 45, like something insane. This is a it's a it's a road. There's no pedestrians. It is such fucking bullshit that these assholes sit there and have their radar detectors out. And then not only that, when this when this hero pulls somebody over, now he's fucking with someone's missing a flight. And they must love it. Like you gotta be the biggest dick in the world to sit there <laughs> and to give out these tickets. And knowing, knowing that nine out of ten of the people that you pull over, and especially if they're speeding in an airport, they're returning the rental car. They're cutting it close. You're potentially making them miss your flight, and you love it. You're a dick. I I can't wait to put in the sound bed of the baby crying throughout that whole uh, monologue that you just delivered there. And by the way, just because just because I enjoy doing it. No, I agree with you. Look, doesn't it make sense that they pull over the business person on the way to the airport? They're pulling over and ticketing the people that they know can pay these fucking fines. Exactly. And and will pay them. You know, uh, they're just going to pull over somebody who looks like the fucking dregs of society and who who is unemployed. Th- that person's not going to pay the fine. They're not going to get any money out of that. Yep. In fact, it's just more hassle for the fucking city. So, yeah. I know. Unfortunately, that's your plight as the businessman. And, uh, you know... You know, I know we have narratives out there that cops are against a certain race and they just want to kill them any, every chance they get. And, you know, they're you know enemies of the state. All the cops are coached up to do is take our money. That's all it is. They're all coached up to take yeah. our money. That's, how, that's what they're trained to do. I think you're on the fucking 10 most wanted list when it comes to traffic violations. Fucking assholes. And, and don't you. They've really got your number. And don't you put that crying sound. I don't like that. I've, I have oh, I haven't liked that this whole time. I just I forgot to mention it to you. Don't you dare put oh, that what? that baby crying. That's bullshit. <laughs> it's it's not bullshit. It's distracting. Uh, let me tell you something. I've heard from several people that it's an added benefit. Nah, when I, when I do that, it's bush leg. It's bush leg. That that I I have no recourse <laughs> when you're putting out baby baby crying. Hey, 
You want to take up the editing? Feel free, my friend. <laughs> Feel free. You can put a fucking baby crying over my entire uh, dialogue. Anytime I say something, just insert baby baby crying here. There's no call for that. You don't have to add in anything. Baby crying. Oh, boy. What do you think is going to be playing under this fucking conversation that we're having right well, now? Of course. You're so predictable. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Put your baby. I'll do you for you. Wah, wah. I don't like How cops. Dare you. I don't like tickets. Wah. There. I did it for exactly. you. Exactly. Thank God. Yeah, I guess you See, like I tickets. I don't have to do it. It's one less thing I have to do now. No, I don't like tickets. It's like me trolling you as your editor. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I'm doing it for? Who's and, and you? Who, oh, I forget the line. How dare you edit me? <laughs> What's a line from the inside? I can't. That's not even close. I, I don't know. But you mean? Are you talking about uh, Mike Wallace? Yeah. Yeah, Who yeah, decides that, that your incompetent hands could could <laughs> edit me? Yeah, who was he yelling at? Well, he wasn't yelling at Lowell. He wasn't yelling at the, uh, uh, the he program was, director. He was yelling at Gina Gershon as the corporate lawyer. God, she's so yes. hot. Yes. Yeah, Gina Gershon. And she kept calling him Mike. So don't call me Jeff. Jeff, that's Mr. Giuliani to you, Mr. Editor. How dare you put your incompetent hands over my story? Yeah, it's a shame with what happens when I when I start editing. It is a shame. I'll try to be less predictable. I'll come up with some new drops. Yeah, do something. It's it's not easy. It's not easy when I'm trying to do this after we're done podcasting. You know, breaking down the the fourth wall here. You know, I'm trying to crank this thing out so I can get it out and posted because I have to fucking work the next day. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Mr. Giuliani, if you don't like these the baby the baby whining and crying when you're bitching and moaning about you know a traffic ticket or traffic court or the TSA. But that's what you're gonna get, sir. Well, and you're gonna get as much of it as I fucking deem <laughs> necessary. Well, it's less. How dare you? How dare you rest under the blanket of freedom I provide and then cry about that same fucking blanket? <laughs> to quote uh, Jack Nicholson very poorly from Very Poorly. Uh, Man. <laughs> you totally botched the end. <laughs> you question the fucking very manner in which I provide it, I think is, is how he said it. <laughs> I'd rather you just said thank you and went on your way. And be on your way. Otherwise, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Fine. I wanted to I wanted to talk uh, El Camino tonight, but it's it's not going to happen. I want to because I want to dedicate at least a good forty minutes to that one. Oh yeah, forty um, minutes, huh? I, I do. Yeah, I have a lot. I I I jotted down a lot of notes. I wasn't taking notes while I watched it, but I had a lot of thoughts after the fact, and I was just really impressed with it. And I also was thinking it would kind of be cool, like you know, for anyone that's listening, if they want to watch it and then follow along because we're obviously going to give spoilers oh homework you know at least this gives people you know a few days we'll probably record again on monday night maybe sunday but that gives people a few days i know uh the pats might be might be watching it so gotta think of them okay yeah sound good sounds good yeah everyone get ready yes time the time has been yours um we're up to an hour and a half. I think this is a healthy place to stop. We got all of our football nonsense out of our systems for tonight. Wee, wee. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Good luck. Well, good luck this week, Johnny. 
good luck to everyone. Good luck to the listeners. Uh, certainly good luck to you, Jeff. And uh, uh, hey, listen, we got uh, – I'll let you sign us off, but we got Jason Garrett that we're facing on Sunday. Jason Garrett? Fuck him. Fuck him.